Welcome, Informed Foodie. This is Di Wilkinson, nutritionist, and I wanted to talk about one of the most popular supplements out there. It's probiotics, pro as in promoting or for, and biotics as in living life. These are microbes that promote healthy responses in your body, and I wanted to look at those today. If you Googled it, there would be over 58 million websites that talk about probiotics. In episode number three, I talked about your GI tract. It's a biome of different organisms. Most are non-pathogenic, but there are pathogenic organisms living. Remember, the surface area is as big as a tennis court. You've got a lot of villi and microvilli, and it almost looks like a shag carpet in there. Trillions and trillions of microbes live in your GI tract. Actually, over 100 trillion. Your human body has about 10 trillion cells, so they're outnumbered by 10. There's a lot of beneficial things going on in your GI tract. These microbes can be found in your mouth, your nose, your throat, in your stomach, some of them can resist that hydrochloric acid, and mostly in your small intestine, there's some in the vagina, and also in your rectum. Probiotics are the non-pathogenic microbes that live in your GI tract. Prebiotics are nutrients that promote the growth of your probiotics. Synbiotics are a combination of prebiotics and probiotics. Remember that what you eat does feed your pathogenic and non-pathogenic bacterium living inside of you. For example, sugar will promote the pathogenic bacterial growth. Prebiotics and certain food components will promote your probiotic growth. These probiotics can be found naturally in fermented foods, yogurts, aged cheese. I'm going to give you a list at the end of the podcast, but I wanted to share the benefits of these probiotics. First of all, the FDA has not approved any probiotic to treat any type of disease, and it doesn't back any of the studies. However, there's been so many great studies on probiotics, and I think there's more in the future we're going to discover how to use those 100 trillion cells to our own benefit. First of all, one study showed that it really boosts your immunological response. Your body has several defenses when it identifies a pathogen. First, you have your physical barriers. You can wear a mask, close your eyes, wash your hands. We also have cilia coating our throat and nose area, that's little hairs brushing things out of our body. When you detect an infection, your body also raises the temperature. You get a fever. That's your own response to try to battle microorganisms. And you have an immunological response, which is all of your white blood cells. Your body has many different cells, B cells, T cells, macrophages, that respond when a pathogen is identified. Probiotics really seem to signal your body's immunological response. First of all, the number is so great, they tend to crowd out a lot of those pathogens. E. coli is a very dangerous bacteria that is living in your GI tract right now, but it's pretty much crowded out by all of those probiotics that are existing inside of your intestines. That's a physical crowding. The probiotics also release little toxins and make a chemical environment that is not conducive to pathogenic growth. They also identify these pathogens and somehow signal your body to respond with your white blood cells. It's really kind of an amazing process. When those white blood cells come, they come in with fluid and areas can be swollen. Our body sends in fluid to address cuts, infections, and injuries. And another wonderful thing that probiotics do is help modulate that inflammatory response and regulate it back down. So your body initially will send fluid, get inflamed, and probiotics somehow help your body readjust back to a normal state because inflammation is not a great long-term process for your body to have. 
Probiotics have seemed to help with cognition. They've helped contain certain cancers, help lower cholesterol. They secrete some B vitamins, some K vitamins, and essential fatty acids. And they also help your GI tract recover after you've had antibiotics. An antibiotic, antibiotic, is designed to kill specific pathogens or bacteria. However, they do attack a swath of microbes in your GI tract. A lot of people will have diarrhea. You may get a yeast infection because those wonderful probiotics that have really helped with your digestion, keeping things regular, have actually been destroyed by an antibiotic. So introducing probiotics back into your system after you've had an antibiotic is essential to get some more GI health and get yourself back to a state of regular digestion. Some people would say, well, I don't take antibiotics. Well, 80% of the antibiotics sold in the United States are sold to farmers and livestock ranchers. They've also discovered that more than half of the chicken on the market is contaminated with Campylobacter, and the livestock has MRSA embedded in it. There's been over 18,000 deaths annually to these type of microbial contamination of the meat products we're eating. The bacteria become resistant because when the antibiotics are introduced to the livestock, if any bacteria survive whatsoever, they're rapidly mutating to ensure their own survival. There's a constant competition occurring. When those bacteria are not destroyed by an antibiotic, they replicate and all of that bacteria is now mutated and resistant to antibiotics. Probiotics are also used for fecal microbiotic transplantation. And that's when a patient has been helplessly stripped of their own natural probiotics, having a lot of GI tract problems. Maybe they've had a partial removal of their GI tract and to regain intestinal health, healthy probiotics from another adult are removed from their lower GI tract and injected, inserted, so to speak, into the lower GI tract of the recipient. There's a 92% success rate of this type of procedure to regain digestive tract health and probiotic population. If you're wondering how many probiotics you should take, again, this hasn't been studied by the FDA. We don't know the limit as far as too much, but it would be a good idea to introduce probiotics into your diet twice a week. They are a very sensitive bacterium, and theoretically, they only colonize the GI tract for several days at a time. You can find them in fermented foods, ricotta, aged cheese, kefir, different yogurts. Please don't get heavily flavored yogurts. Tempeh, kombucha, miso, pickles, sauerkraut, kimchi, yogurts made with lactobacillus, you want to look for products that contain active living cultures. You can get up to 20 billion in an eight ounce drink. They also have probiotic shots, Yakult, Activa, Danactive, and Good Belly. Some of these are capsules. You want to make sure that those are actually encapsulated to help the probiotics bypass the hydrochloric acid in your stomach. Please be aware of the labeling. There may be more than one type of microbe inside of the product you're buying. And because there are no FDA oversights, the door seems kind of open for engineered microbes. We'll see what the future holds with this product. If you are under cancer treatments or have a compromised immune system, you should not be introducing any type of probiotics or additional microbes for your system to try to handle. If you're using a catheter, if you're taking antifungal medication, if you have short bowel syndrome, or if you're allergic to yeast products, you should avoid taking probiotics. And with any supplement you take over the counter, you should always talk to your doctor first to ensure that it fits in with your prescriptions, your exercise plan, and your diet plan. 
I really think probiotics can be such an important part of your diet and overall health. And taking everything in moderation is always advised. And with probiotics, they seem to be promoting GI tract health. And I can't see any problems with adding that into your diet. Thanks so much for listening to Informed Foodie today. And I'll chat again with you next week.